0: Hi, friends. Carrie is a bit under the weather. I got COVID right after I got my shot. At least it's nowadays COVID and not then COVID. I'm going to give you the best 40 minutes I got in me. We've got a great show. First, we're talking Stranger Danger. Should we be teaching our kids this concept anymore?
1: Then we're going down the TikTok K-hole. I haven't been watching a lot of TikTok, but
0: let me tell you, when you have COVID, all you can do is TikTok. And as always, we have our hashtag swag bag, but up next, take it away, small child. Okay genshi You have COVID. I think we know your shits. That's my shits is that I have COVID. My tits
1: are when I got diagnosed as possibly being what they call ASD, which is Autism Spectrum Disorder. Ever since I did some reading about women specifically who have some sensory processing stuff, I have gotten better at the things that used to be really triggering for me. Big social situations. I used to drink a lot before because I was really nervous about them. Even if I didn't drink, I would say weird things. It would be really awkward. The whole thing would be kind of a hot mess. And Lee was like, what's wrong with you? (laughs) I was the person that would come to your party and babysit your kids for you, even though you didn't ask because I just didn't want to be around people. Or I would go read a book from your library or molest your dog. That was what I did at parties. Ever since I've done research on it, somehow the awareness that it's not me and this is how you kind of sort of deal with it. I've been better at those situations. I'm not taking medicine or anything. It's not like there's been some magic cure, but just being aware that it's not just me being a weirdo and this is a common thing. I've been better at them. I just want to say that knowledge is power and that if you feel like something's going on, read about it. Just the knowledge that there's other people and hearing scenarios of little tricks they do has helped me. As a kid, I always felt very alone and I always felt like no one's brain works like mine. No one will ever understand me. I'm just this weirdo. And I guess most of my life life was spent either hiding how much of a weirdo I was or telling people of how much a weirdo I was and none of that really worked. But knowing that I'm actually not really alone in this way, you know, I've never been afraid to do the work. And it's amazing how many things I just knew would help me. So I
0: was doing them without knowing why. Once you have the awareness, it helps so much. My tits are that Matt and I are going to New Orleans this weekend and I am very excited, planning outfits, excited, and just really looking looking forward to having a good time with just him. All parents, we don't really get a lot of that. My shits are, this is the only time I'm going to mention it, and I'm not going to talk about it because I refuse to give it power. I have no interest in participating in this Taylor Swift NFL bullshit. Firstly, I don't understand the love of this girl. I have, again, waited on her. She was very dismissive multiple times. Ashley and I are not Swifties. No, not a fan. Everything the girl does is so calculated, which you would think me, the person who loves, PR explanations would love it. There's nothing genuine about this person. There is nothing real. All these songs that you all love her for are all contrived bullshit. There's a theory I saw on TikTok. My favorite PR creator, Molly McPherson, she just has such insight. She deals with crisis PR. She is so fascinating. She stitched somebody else's video and was like, oh my God, you nailed it. And what this other creator said was that Taylor Swift has been able to escape controversy most of her career. It may happen, but it moves on and it's gone. The one thing she really can't escape is this private jet thing. How much she's contributing to climate change and all this other stuff. Before, when you would Google Taylor Swift jet, that's what would come up. Now, if you Google Taylor Swift jets, totally different. Oh my god, that's exactly what's happening! And I believe it. It was all just to wipe away that SEO. I mean, that's brilliant. It is brilliant, but it's also kind of fucking evil, isn't it? I would be so much
1: better if she was just like, yeah, I fly private jet. I'm a fucking superstar. This
0: is the thing. There is no outright addressing anything.
1: You don't have to apologize. You're so wealthy. I would fly a fucking private jet if I could.
0: If you have a zillion things to get to across the country, it makes sense to have a private jet. When Paris Hilton was DJing all the time, private jet. Look at Kylie who takes her private jet from Calabasas to Burbank. Just own it. She's not worried about the She's not worried about anything So let's move on to segment one. It comes from an Instagram post, the evolved teacher. It will be linked in our show notes. And it's called I refuse to teach my students, quote unquote, stranger danger. The evolved teacher says she stumbled upon research last week that made her rethink the whole stranger danger lesson, which began in the 1960s. So why is stranger danger outdated? And why doesn't it work? The term stranger danger cautions children to stay away from strangers. And recent research will show that this is not the best way to teach kids how to protect themselves. Firstly, it is difficult for children to grasp the concept of a stranger. So developmentally speaking, it's impossible to teach kids what a stranger is. Some kids may think a stranger is an ugly, scary looking person. That's definitely what I thought when I was little. Luna's like, strangers are all boys. Children should learn that some strangers, such as store clerks, police officers, and parents with children can be helpful. Finally, the phrase doesn't reflect that 90% of the harm. Done to children is done by somebody that they know. I personally have told Sebastian if he's ever in danger, go into a store and find somebody working in the store that can help you. You go to a police officer or you look for a woman specifically that has children with her. So, what are we supposed to teach? We know of better ways to teach kids about personal safety that reflect current research. So, according to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, simply teaching kids to avoid strangers will not always help if they are in danger. True stranger abduction of children is rare. Although it just happened in New York. Yes, it did. That nine-year-old. Yep, she's back though, thank God. Avoiding strangers does not help kids who are being harmed by neighbors, family, or acquaintances. By teaching children that strangers are dangerous, we can create anxiety towards meeting new people. Even though according to the Children's Bureau, 90% of harm done to children is by people who are familiar. Instead of teaching children that all strangers are dangerous, teach them to identify strange things. Like weird behavior, things that if someone says this to you, it's a red flag. Exactly. So these are inappropriate behaviors that are wrong regardless of whether or not you know the person. So some of the strange things to look out for. An adult asking a child for directions, help finding a pet, or any other assistance that they could easily get from another adult. When Sebastian did that acting job with me, there was a man around who was a little too friendly with the kids. He didn't do anything bad that I was privy to. There's someone at our local grocery store that's a little bit like that, I'm like, slow your roll. When your whole personality is like, I'm so great with kids, that's a warning for me. Sebastian didn't play with him. Afterwards, I had a talk with him and I said, good job. That man made me uncomfortable because I don't understand why a grown man wants to play with little kids that badly. Except I just said that I was the person that wanted to play with your kids. Yeah, but you're also at a party. It's a little bit of a different situation. You're not just some random guy on set. Right. Someone offering them gifts, candy or money. Or a promise of a gift. Yes, anything without a clear reason or without letting their parents know. We have a bakery close by and I took Sebastian in one day and these two older than him, they were probably like 10 or 12. These two girls came in after us and Sebastian wanted the last fruit tart. And the little girl, she heard him say that to me. She walked out and I heard her say to her friend, yeah, he's getting the last thing of the thing I wanted. And I said to her, hey, you guys, that was really nice of you to let my son have the last one. I'll buy you each a treat, whatever you want. You take it, go wherever you're going, but I'll buy it for you as a thank you for being so kind to my son. And then her grandfather walked by and he was like, hey, what are you doing? And I said, sir, I just want you to know, I explained the situation. I said, there's nothing funny. They can take their treats and leave. I don't need to hang out with them. And he's like, I would never think that. And I said, I think you should. You absolutely should think that it's weird. It is. I was just trying to encourage more kindness in the world. Right, good on you. Continuing on with things to look for, lots of cues. People asking too many personal Questions, especially about their whereabouts or family. Sebastian knows this because of Roblox, the chat feature. Unless you're Luna and you offer that up immediately when you first... meet. Hi, my name's Luna Mars. I live in I'm like, stop, stop. Away calls. Anyone asking them to go somewhere private, like their home or car. Never go to a second location. Yep, especially without their parents' knowledge. Hush talk, which is being asked to keep a secret from their parents or guardians. That's a big one for me. Luna knows that one. I've trained her. Like, if anyone tells you to not tell mom, what do you do immediately? She's like, tell mom. Any unwanted or unsolicited touch, hug, or other physical interactions. And lastly, sneak pics. Someone trying to take their photo without a clear reason or permission. Creeps. Teaching safety to ages three to five. You want to teach your child their name, their address, and to call 911. Calling 911 is not what it used to be when we were little. You got to teach them how to use a phone to call 911. We reinstated our landline in case she can't
1: unlock our phone for some reason and we're at home. That's not a bad idea. I know you don't have to unlock it to do 911. But they don't know how to do the trick to
0: call 911.
1: Right. So we got the home phone. So we're like, at least if we're at home, then she knows she can go upstairs. to the red phone upstairs. She asked for it. She said, can we get a phone like Nani's one that you put a battery in and then you can walk around with it? I was like, a home phone.
0: Yes, we can have that. A cordless phone, as we used to call them back in the 90s and 2000s. Although the one we have right now is a phone from the 1970s. It's fully corded. Why not? It's cute.
1: Yeah. Use games and play to teach them about certain situations. I used to do that with my dog to see if my dog would give a fuck if I passed out. He
0: usually just walked into the other room. I was like, hey, where's your lassie? Clementine looks at me like, the fuck are you doing, mom? Tell them who you know and trust and teach them they should not go anywhere with anyone without checking first. There are a couple people I do not trust and I don't want him around. And I tell him, you don't go in a room privately with this person.
1: We had like a secret code that no one knew. Ooh, that's smart. So that if somebody said that their mom said that they could pick them up. They had to say the secret code.
0: We learned that from Oprah. You know, I actually just instated this with my parents again because I told them there's a scam going around where people use your voice in AI to make You think that they have you held captive and they ask for money right away. You know, I have a podcast, so my voice is easily accessible. You need to ask for the safety word we used to always have. I think I'll do that with Luna, too. You should. And have that talk with your mom about that because they're preying on older people. Yeah, I still remember the code. I still remember it. Me, too. So lastly, teaching safety to ages five to nine. Interested in right and wrong and able to learn safety rules. Use concrete examples and role playing to teach them about unsafe situations and ask them to repeat the rules back to you. There you have it. It's not actually that hard. Look, in a matter of 20 years, they'll find a new process anyway, but let's stick with what works for us now.
1: It's not a comfortable thing to think about, but it's something we have to think about. Agreed.
0: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. My first submission into TikTok hole is this creator who makes animals hotter. His name is Sardonic Height. He'll do different animals like anglerfish, you know, those really ugly yeah. fish that live at the depths of the ocean but they have the one light. And he talks about what plastic surgery, <laughs> and what treatments he would do to them to make them better looking. It is so ridiculous. One of those things that's so creative that you're like, this is genius. I wonder if he was stoned when he came up with that. <laughs> I hope so, because it is just such a crazy fun idea. Also, I love scarf talk. I don't know scarf talk. I know wig talk. Specifically, silk Hermes scarves, different ways to tie them, because I do this, and I've done this for years, and I love a good scarf. That is very you. It is very me, but now they've gotten me feeling like I need different sizes of Hermes scarves, and I only have two. I have one Hermes. It's really big. Mine's a medium size, and then I have a little wristlet one that I got from the actual designer. It seems like a lot of money to spend, but they use charms. I don't know. I love it. I could watch them tie a scarf into a purse all day long. Yeah, I'm not into the scarf as a purse. I've seen that though, but I'm not into that. I don't think it's practical, but I think it always looks very pretty and it's good to know in case you're ever in a bind. I've mentioned this before,
1: but Victoria Paris, I can't. No, I don't like that girl. I like her, but I don't understand, but I'm fascinated and I can't look away. It's like a train wreck. How does she have so much money?
0: How is she doing all? These things. How what? I don't understand. It's like tanks. I don't understand the whole thing with tanks either. Yeah, I don't get it. Alex Earl might be the one person I understand all the hoopla about. She's super hot. She seems nice. Her stepmom is Ashley Dupree. I'm also really, really fascinated with any sort of this will fix your
1: back TikTok. Mm. I follow a couple of I don't know what they're chiropractors. I have two that I really like. One is more wellness, M-O-O-R-E wellness, and another one. One is John Hostin, H-O-S-T-E-N. They like take a broom handle and they lay it on their back and they put their knee over it. And their back cracks. They use a wall. Does this mean you also love the chiropractor cracking videos? No, I don't really like to be
0: cracked by someone else. I like a self-crack. There's a difference. Okay, here's one for me. There's a guy called At Gabe. He dyes dogs to look like pandas or cheetahs or Lisa Frank animals. <laughs> what he does to these dogs, they're so cute and they're usually Pomeranian so I really love them there's one Pomeranian he's like I haven't seen what this dog looks like naturally in two years because (laughs) I just keep dyeing it as a panda and it's so (laughs) fucking cute the next one I don't know that this is necessarily TikTok K-Holt but I found this very intriguing somebody by the name of color.nerd who I guess is a color theorist I've only seen this one video and I love it but he goes over the Crayola 24 pack of crayons and says this is a staple right the 24 pack of crayons we all grew up with it it's happiness but for those of us who have to teach color theory let me show you why these are not actually the best colors and how you can fix it it's very interesting he's like you can see why this color and this color look exactly the same maybe if we do this it's such a weird virgo-y nerd thing to be into okay so alex steiner she's a
1: former beauty editor oh and she's gorgeous gorgeous is she french though, she just has a French girl look. I don't know. I think she's British. Anything that she recommends, I'm here for it. I think she'd be beautiful without these beauty tips, but it just is giving quiet luxury. It's giving natural. She definitely has an aesthetic and she doesn't shy far from it, which I kind of like. Sometimes I think I'd try to do different things when if I just did what looked best for my face all the time, that would just be better. I'm also into this guy. I think he has said he's an out gay man, but he goes to his mom's house in Minnesota and tries on her sweaters. (laughs) And he's like, here I am. The handle is gay fat friend. I love that. And he basically goes to visit his mom in Minnesota and just tries on all her sweaters and then he's like, I've already asked for this one in the will. She's saying, I go to Cracker Barrel but only on Sunday. Are they good or are they like bad grandma sweaters? It's a mixture between some classic stuff and then some stuff that's just crazy and she's like, it's saying, I don't own a duck but I like them. (laughs) And then he brings his partner with him. So his partner's like a tiny man and he's gay fat friend. He tries them on and lots of times they're too small for him but then his lover tries them on he's like look it's just swimming on him Nothing I like like a gay man trying on his mother's clothes. Oh, I mean, I agree. I was raised with that. My uncle used to try on my grandmother's clothes all
0: the time and tell her how to style them. So I'm here for it. I was raised for that in that I was the one trying on all of my grandmother's clothes. So I relate to that. Okay, next up. The this is my Roman Empire. I don't care about the men who are like, I think about the Roman Empire pretty often. You absolutely do not. Honestly, if I was gonna guess what men think about more than the Roman Empire, Empire, their own penises. Other than their dicks or sex. I would think World War Two or World War One. you know, all the things that the History Channel used to be filled with before it was pawn stars and stuff. Yeah. But I love seeing women trying to figure out what the female Roman Empire is. And there have been a lot of good guesses, but there was one that I was like, that's it. That's the one. It was a woman who said, it's thinking about your ex-best friend you don't talk to anymore. Oh, yes. We have that discussion all the time. That's my Roman Empire, personally. Next. Next up is We Rate Dogs. I love that one. It makes me cry every Friday. Every Friday, they do their list of top five dogs of the week and it is just some beautiful, beautiful content. That guy seems so kind and soft spoken. I love that. I'm really into Snoop
1: Dogg's narration of Animal Planet videos. Oh yeah, I've seen those. Those are real
0: funny. He does a lot of them. I love Snoop Dogg. There's another guy, I think his name is Frank Z, and he does them too, but he mispronounces it. He's like, this is hippopotamus." There's a preschool teacher, and he goes by knee high killers.
1: He's a preschool teacher. Teacher in the hood And he has merchandise That says knee-high killers Because one of his Former students Gabe Said that he was in a gang Called the knee-high killers <laughs> That's so funny And he just is Constantly telling stories About these kids From the inner city He's like I have a student Her name is Cheryl That's right A preschool Cheryl She took a dry erase marker And pretended to vape And was telling me That she can't stop vaping Because she has stress And then the stress is That she has two boyfriends And she can't tell Who the daddy is But she's hoping The daddy is this one person Because he's good at coloring Oh my god it is so funny. That's right up your alley with teaching. I know. I'm in this teacher talk situation now because I was like, kids do say the darndest things. They certainly do.
0: And then I have the guy that does Patty LaPone singing different things. Yeah, Matt loves Patty LaPone, so this is a Patty LaPone household. All right, two Bravo ones. Riley. He just goes by Riley. I don't know that one. He has a podcast called Turtle Time Podcast. The OGs understand, and it's basically just his kind of irreverent take on. Bravo stuff and he's just really funny and he goes to Bravo events like Sir having some kind of event and he'll be there and get drunken video of him and DJ James Kennedy together and this is like a 40 year old man I love this guy he's so funny I can't get away from Bethany you used to love her I know and I'm heartbroken this really feels like a breakup for me it was really a fall fall of the Roman Empire I can't stop thinking about how much she's losing her fucking mind I'm so sad I've been re-watching Roni under this new understanding that Bethany is not everything I thought she was, and I'll tell you it's been a very interesting rewatch for me because although I can see clearer all the terrible things people say about her, which I think are totally accurate, like she can't support other people, she still is funny as shit. I'm
1: still a big fan of any kind of thrift talk. I'm also obsessed with castor
0: oil videos. Me too. I bought some and I haven't used it. You doing the belly button thing? Yeah, but I'm just fascinated with it. I don't really notice a huge difference. This is the thing that I've noticed TikTok does to me. It makes me feel like I absolutely have to buy something stupid like fucking castor oil and I do and then it just sits on my shelf forever. It doesn't happen that often but it does happen. Okay boy math. Obsessed with boy math. Obsessed with the ridiculous things that women are coming out with. They're like boy math is not having a penny to your name but thinking that you need to have a prenup. Yeah. Stuff like that. (laughs) Love those you're not going to believe this, British talk shows. I'm shocked. I know. Like Graham Norton clips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that Taskmaster show. Do you know what that is? No, but I've heard of it. I had no idea. Taskmaster apparently is a show with some panel of judges, whether they're UK celebrities or not, I couldn't tell you. We all know how I feel about British accents and TV shows, so this is a big one for me. I'm impressed I know as much as I do. Basically Taskmaster is they bring in this group of people and they give them a stupid task and it's how quickly they can get it done and it's stupid shit like a huge inflatable rubber ducky it's like a two or three story tall rubber ducky and there's ropes and they have to get it through the ropes into the river next up hannah hejo h-a-n-n-a h-e-j-o she does different aesthetics and one is the bimbo vampire and it's all i want to look like this fall and she'll also help you determine if you're a sea siren i gotta check her out i don't know what bimbo vampire is like elvira oh got it dark, goth, but sexy and pretty type of thing. And lastly, Trump trial coverage. Oh yeah. I'm really enjoying watch this man get some of his comeuppance. I really am. That's all I could say. That's all I want to end it on.
1: Hashtag swag
0: bag. First thing, Lunya silk pajamas. They're my
1: new identity. I got them from Lee for my birthday or Christmas or something right after I had the baby. But then with menopause and after the baby, I gained a lot of weight so they never fit. I had them hemmed and then I wore them once and then I gained all this weight and they didn't fit. And now that I've lost some weight, they fit again. They're mulberry silk. They keep you warm. They keep you cool. It's amazing. I have this set that's a short sleeve boxy button down top and pants that have a slit in the side. And that's my jam. I love a short sleeve sleeve top and a long pant because I can't really do shorts. I hate sleeping in shorts. Me too. This is who I am now. I'm going to get rid of all other pajamas and I'm only wearing these pajamas for the rest of my life. This is who I am now. I'm a lady who wears silk pajamas. That's who I am. And then I guess this walkie talkie that I bought for Luna a long time ago. It's from Amazon. I bought it for Luna because I thought it would be a fun thing. And turns out when you have COVID and you shouldn't get near your kid, it's a really good thing to have.
0: I want to add something to hashtag swag bag. In last Week's episode, when we were talking about that strange woman who loves doing homework with her kids. And I said that the thing that I don't like about doing homework with Sebastian is all the dilly dallying, the getting distracted. And you suggested we get a timer. Yep. I bought a two pack of kids' timers, maybe like $10, and they have been such a game changer. Such, such a game changer. So thank you for that. Anyone else who deals with the same thing, I suggest you buy any kids' timer, look it up on Amazon. They're so cheap and worth it. it maybe I should start an educator TikTok. Oh, that's so much work. But my real hashtag swag bag I'm repeating is portray.me again. And the reason I'm repeating it is because for Matt's 40th, what I did was I emailed all his close friends and family and asked them to record a video of them telling a memory of Matt or some story about Matt. I sent all those videos to portray.me and they made me a beautiful custom piece of art for Matt that had all of these drawings. And then I Made a web page where he could click on the web page on that little icon, the drawn icon, and it would take him to the video. So they created a beautiful custom piece for him. I created the website to go with it. And I just think if you have any kind of milestone event or celebration coming up, it is a really, really nice gift. I did the eight by 10. It cost me with expedited shipping like 225. And then I used our code MOMTRAGE. It got me 10% off of everything. Matt got the weekend all the things we did I think that was one of his favorite parts oh I want to see it yeah I'll send you a picture it's really good they drew a picture of Sebastian because I got a video from Sebastian of him saying his favorite thing is when daddy rubs his back at night so there's a picture of Sebastian in his jammies getting his back rubbed by Dada there's the bar we met at which no longer exists they googled it and drew it they did such a beautiful job it really is a nice gift I love that All right, guys you have a beautiful week don't get COVID like Harry don't but I'm a sucker and if you do send your child away so you can rest seriously bye okay that's our show today folks thank you so much for giving us a listen please do not forget to rate review and subscribe or follow we are out here on our own and these things really really matter we want to hear from you tell us what you want to hear email us at hello at momtouragepodcast.com follow us on instagram facebook and tiktok all at Momduraj podcast to hang out with us all week long we we are here for you. You are not alone. We got you. So go ahead,
1: girl. Know this posse is behind you and go slay. Momtourage is a Cafe Mom podcast. Written and produced by Ashley Herring smith and Carrie Sotero. Recorded and mixed by Lee Mars. Our theme song, MILF, is by the band Mama Drama. You can find them on Instagram at mamadramaband or mamadramaband.com.